When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. So it's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Melissa Etheridge, Cardi B, Brandy, J.R. Smith, and more are already obsessed. Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable and so easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and at an unbeatable price. So go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Yes, yes. This is Rashawn McDonald, and welcome officially to Money Making Conversation. I am your host. It's time for my first guest of the. He's on the line, old friend. I'm gonna call him old friend because we have a, done some motivation together with some young people, and he's been at the forefront of motiva- motivating young people. And I think that's really key because catching a seed early, you know, you see a plant grow. That's when you really nurture it. You get the right amount of water. You get the right amount of sunshine. That's what he does. My next guest is one of the top educators. He is a top motivational speaker and now a daytime TV host. New show called Breakthrough with Dr. Perry. A new daytime syndication talk show from CBS Television Distribution starring my man, Dr. Steve Perry, a respected educator and advocate best known for creating educational opportunities for children. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Dr. Steve Perry. 
my main man, Sean McDonald. How you been, blood? How you been? It's, it's wild to talk to you when we ain't both sweating, burning up right now. <laughs> like, living comfortably. Oh, my man. First of all, uh, I saw the promo. I, I didn't even know about the show, okay? And so I'm watching, I'm watching television. I just see, it's Dr. Steve. Is that my man Tisha? I just went, Steve. I ain't do the doctor. That's Steve. Yeah, That's, you know, yeah. and, when, and when you see people and you're by yourself in your house, you want to go, is that? I'm by myself. Who am I going to confirm this with? Right, right, right. Congratulations, right. man, because I know how long we've talked about uh, people of uh, different networks have, have have sat down with you, said you had the talent, said you had the ability, said they wanted to put you in a position to do what you're doing now. Tell us about their journey. Then we're going to go back to our history together to let everybody know this is not an individual who just got a shot. You've nurtured this through your your craft, through your education, through your hard work. But tell us how did this show, talk show, come about? Well, CBS reached out. Um, they asked me if uh, if I want to do a TV show, and I didn't. I thought they said CBS. I thought it was the drugstore. I said, <laughs> for, for, "No, I said no, CBS." Oh, wow! Yeah, that sounds cool. And it began as a, really as a, as an idea of a trio of a, of a show in which there was a bunch of people on the show doing right. a format similar to what you've seen, but there were men and women, me and two other, uh, me and right. two women mm -hmm. and, uh, went out there and they decided that they just wanted to do the show, just me. Mm -hmm. And so Fox said they want to give it a shot. Fox put us up there for 10 days and now we're in the waiting phase of the game to find out if Fox wants to move forward mm -hmm. or if they want to keep doing what they've been doing mm -hmm. and talk about gossip all day. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So, so getting, sitting down with the EP, did you have that, were you involved in the selection process, the EP, the storylines? Talk to us about no, the production. No, so, I wasn't involved with the selection of the stories, but I was involved with the framing of the narrative. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. They gave me quite a bit of latitude in terms of discussing what I wanted to discuss and approaching the, the problems from the, the perspective that I have. So they were very, very uh, open to that, which was cool. Um, and it, what was funny was after the first day of shooting, um, midway through it, I should say, they just cut the teleprompter off. They said, he ain't reading it anyway. We just, <laughs> we just wasted our time. This man is not reading anything that we've written up here. So with the, the person who's tele doing teleprompter can go home now. Right. So, yeah, right. it was cool. It was cool. Well, because that's great because you're doing it from your point of view. And so yeah. I always tell people that a lot of people in television who are really got a lot of great resumes to produce talent, you have to let the talent win. That's how you get long-term success. If you're not, I'm proud you did that because of the fact that you have to rely on your natural instincts. That way, Steve, if you lose, you know why you you, you did it your way. You did it from your point. Well, and of that's view. and that's what it is. You know, win, lose, or draw. It's like you know, you 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 meet a girl and she decides she wants to go in a different direction, and you see it with this dude, and he's a clown, and you think, yep. Even if she didn't choose me, what she chose is so vastly different than me that I don't even aspire to be, that I'm comfortable with her going with him and not me. Same thing is true with this TV stuff. If they go with us, dope. If they don't, dope. I have a job. It's a good job. I get to work with children every single day. I'm in our, in our school in Harlem right now. Right. And, you know, discussing 
things that matter, like where, what building we're going to be in when we open our school in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. And taking a look at, uh, before I came in the office, I was next door because we have a sub in there, and apparently sub still means the same thing it always means, which is lose your damn mind when you're in class. So I have to go <laughs> tighten up some folks next door. So if, if I have to pause the conversation, because I really do have a job where I really do still work with kids. As you know, Absolutely. as you well know. Absolutely. Just a little his short history on us, Dr. Steve Perry and I, um, you know, uh, goes back to Steve Harvey and our relationship when I was uh, managing Steve and running the uh, uh, all the charitable arms of uh, Steve as well as the morning show. Whenever we had an education issue, the number one, one person I put on the phone was Dr. Steve Perry, you know. You now, I always appreciate that, brother. And it's, and it's, you know, you've always been cool to me. And you've always been the same to me. And I think what is most important in life, I uh, recently had some very, very close to me, an uncle of mine passed away. Right. And what, um, what I've learned, what, what his passing has confirmed, is that what we're really doing, Rashawn, mm -hmm. is we are populating our funeral. Mm -hmm. Meaning the way you live is the way you're going to go out. Right. And people will remember you as you were. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can only write so much of the narrative until at one point the truth makes its way out. And as far as you and I go, you've been cool with me and, and have always talked about you in particular, specifically talked about me needing to be on daytime TV. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the key to what I was just saying is that a lot of people put, like I said, I want, I want, I want Kind of, if you start totally beyond the wants and they and they, or they exceed the I will, then guess what? You lose because the I will have to be the I will do this. I will get up early. I will sacrifice for my family. I will sacrifice for the for the my social life. I will sacrifice, and sometimes in the relationship. If they, but you need to explain to them what why the sacrifices are being made. I will sacrifice for not living a lifestyle that that I could live if I do that. And that's really the key when I you know the the the, the, the most positive thing that I've seen is that you you managed to live a balanced life cuz I've met his family. Amazing wife, amazing boys, and and that's what I'm headed now in my life. You know, when I stopped managing Steve, that was one of the goals I wanted in my life, Steve, was balance cuz I was just on that wheel, just running, 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 running. Just just closing deals, closing deals, but never relaxing, never understanding the value that I could stop, but you've always maintained that. Tell us the key. How have you been able to maintain a balanced life in your path of success? So to be honest with you, I don't know that there's such a thing as balance. Mm -hmm. There's alignment, and, and you'll understand what I mean. Mm -hmm. When you're rocking with, in your case, a, a beautiful wife and children who need you to not be part of your dream, mm -hmm. you will never achieve alignment your wife had to understand mm -hmm. that my job is to be on the road. That's mm -hmm. my job. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, it's my calling. Mm -hmm. So if you need me home, there's no way to balance that. I can't be home and be out at the same time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what I, what I seek to do is to be honest with myself and those around me. I, it's so funny you say this, brother. So I was just saying to my sons this morning, as you know, they, they go to, uh, it's really so trippy. Um, we were riding into school today, and um, I said to them, nobody has given more 
for these schools than you have. Mm-hmm. Nobody. They've been nice that you wanted me home to tell me something, to share a story that you have from school or to show me a picture of something that you drew or, or just to sit and watch television with me. And I was not home. And I can't promise I'm going to be home for a little while. But you two have given so much mm-hmm. that my hope is that you see it as your legacy. Not that you come and take over the schools, which would be dope, right? Well, Father doesn't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. But more important that you build upon it and whatever you do in life, that people see that you got a leg up because you were part of something that you paid for even before you knew you were paying. So for me, Brother Sean, what I think is important is to be honest with those people in our lives right. about what it is that our calling is, and in that, help them, help them to understand what it is we're doing. Also, I have to be real, uh, brother, that I've been working with for a long time, as you know, Brother Yusuf, he has said to me, <laughs> it's so funny, we're having this conversation, so one <laughs> of the reasons why I did the, so the, you know, you talk about the Disney Dreamers Academy, the reason I did it initially Rashawn, is because Yusuf said, bruh, you out here running across the country. Your kids, all they see is that you're gone. They don't know, because this is before the TV stuff, you mm-hmm. know, when, you, mm-hmm. when you're out doing small gigs, mm-hmm. people at home just know you're gone. Right. And in their mind, it's glamorous, right? right. In their mind, mm-hmm. in their mind, you know, you had a, in my case, I'd, you, might, you would be at a small uh, club or bar. I'd be at a small college with 15 students, you know what I mean? Mm, right. 15 students. In, in Iowa, in their minds, it's, it's I, dad is going off and he's flying and mm-hmm. he's doing and he's being treated. No, I am flying the worst class, not first class. I am landing wherever <laughs> and I am driving in whatever to get and talk to whoever. But they don't know that. Right. And so he said to me, Yusuf said, you need to allow your children to be part of some of this. And your wife, too, because it wasn't always that way, brother. In, in the beginning, mm-hmm. as my cousin used to say, in the first beginning, mm-hmm. in the beginning, I was off doing the travel and all that stuff, and I didn't tell my wife anything. I, I didn't talk to her about it. Right. And, and, um, and much in spite, if I'm being really real, right. because I thought if she wanted to know, she'd be asking. And since she wasn't asking, I didn't have anything to say. Hey, Doc, this is Rashad. We got to go. Now I know we're back in touch. You can see my platform. Can you come back on my show next month? Anytime you need to. Okay, thank you, Dr. Steve Perry, Money Making Conversation. How many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, how can we make this much and still have so much debt? It just creeps upon you, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer. Those insane interest rate credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money you save each month consumers have rated best egg 4.8 out of five stars on consumer affairs because of the super easy online app that takes about a minute with no impact on your credit card score upon approval funds can be deposited in as little as one business day you hear me Get your bills under control. Bank what you save and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. Again, bestegg.com slash plan. And change your life. My next guest is that person who I met who's changing lives uh, on a daily basis based in Houston, Texas. 
he was born in Louisiana. I have to say that because guess what? My parents were born in Louisiana, so he's cut from good stock. Then he moved to Texas. I was born in Texas. And is uh and is a proud graduate of Prairie View and M, which is right down the street from Houston, Texas. Now this is where it goes a little different. He's a proud member, lifetime member of Kappa Apple Psi. I'm an Omega Sci-Fi member. See, that's the only thing in this intro that goes a little bit different. But everything else is great. Honorably discharged Vietnam War veteran where he served in the medical unit. He's a retired executive from Merck where he led a national team in medical design and installed Merck's military medical branches. After retiring, he found it, which is very special, the Buffalo Soldiers National Museum based in Houston, Texas. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Captain Paul Matthews. How you doing? Yes, sir. How you doing? Outstanding. Now, are you in Houston right now? Yes, actually, uh, at my home in Sugarland, Texas, just outside of Houston. Cool. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about you a little bit. Uh, uh, you, you know, your life has a body of uh, of work tied to it. As a as a person who is a college college lifestyle, professional lifestyle, military. Uh, when you when you encompass all that together, Captain, what what stands out the most when you when you when people ask you to speak? What what do you tell people when you when you're motivating them and when you're giving them nuggets of information about being successful? What do you talk about? Well, I talk about you know having specific goals, uh, direction, and and leaving a place like Prairie View, being a uh, second lieutenant in the United States Army, and going on to a successful. Uh, career in the pharmaceutical industry, and then uh, being able to collect artifacts, documents, memorabilia from 30 years of uh, of traveling around the country and starting a museum. You know, those are the kinds of things that I thought, you know, make it all worthwhile so that, you know, we as African Americans have uh, uh, controlled uh, the history narrative. Mm-hmm. I think that's the key, the, the key to... Uh, the future is being able to 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 demonstrate, you know, your history. Right. So when you talk about the Buffalo Soldiers National Museum, of course, you know, many years ago, Bob Marley did an amazingly popular song called Buffalo Soldiers. <laughs> right. And, uh, you yeah. know, yes, sir? Yeah, the, the museum actually opened uh, January the 5th of 2001, mm-hmm. and we focus on and feature the Buffalo Soldiers. But in actuality, we give a perspective on the African-American military experience mm-hmm. from 1770 to 2000, mm-hmm. or from the Revolutionary War to the Persian Gulf War. If you talk about personalities, from Christopher Saddock to Colin Powell. And our mission, our mission is to preserve, promote, and perpetuate the honor and legacy of the brave men and women who fought, bled, and died in defense of America. Okay, cool. Now, it is the Buffalo Soldiers National Museum. Who are yes. the Buffalo Soldiers? Yeah, the, the Buffalo Soldiers were the peacekeepers in the American West. Uh, they built camps, forts, railroads, delivered the mail, strung telegraph wires, charted the land, chased down outlaws, comancheros, uh, Mexican revolutionaries, as a matter of fact, uh, without the Buffalo Soldiers, uh, the Westwood Movement would have been delayed, you know, 50 years. And just to put it in context, uh, at the end of the Civil War, 
the Army reorganized and established four segregated units that were African-Americans, the 9th and 10th Cavalry and the 24th and 25th Infantry. And those four segregated units went on to become what we commonly call now the Buffalo Soldiers. Okay, why? Why Buffalo Soldiers? Why did that name become part of the... (laughs) You know, yeah. that's the mystery now. I got I got to drill down on that now. You know, yeah, that's a good, that is actually the number one question that we get is uh, how did the Buffalo Soldiers get their name? And it came from the Cheyenne Warriors. Uh, they saw two things in the soldiers that they saw in the Buffalo. It was their naturally curly hair and their ferocious fighting spirit. Mm. And they put those two things together and they came up with wild buffalo. And the term wild buffalo eventually became Buffalo soldiers. Wow. So you said, like, I, I think I, early in your conversation, you said over 30 years you've been collecting. What have you been collecting? Uh, we have all types of unique artifacts, documents, memorabilia. Uh, some of the, the, the one-of-a-kind items you see at the museum is that a letter from a Korean War veteran, an African-American who was the 24th Infantry Regiment, and he was in Korea. And he wrote a letter back to his mom, who lived in Brownwood, Texas. And he opened up by saying, things are quiet here. I hope things are quiet at home. And then he said, we heard today that our unit was going to be integrated. Now, that's a very powerful letter, because this is 1951. Mm -hmm. And here you have a black man in Korea fighting for the liberation of Koreans in a segregated army. So that's a very powerful historical perspective to look at. And also how he reacted and how it was like, uh, I guess, uh, uh, you know, I have to say it's a big deal. Because nobody yeah, wants, yeah. because when you're separate, that, that, that applies that there is something wrong. There is something that, <laughs> you know, there's something different about you that can't be, can't, can't be, uh, as they say, associated or uh, assimilated with everybody else. And that's what people, right. don't, that's what people don't understand about uh, racism, about uh, discrimination, about segregation, is that, is that whenever you, you're not just black or integrate, whether it's caste structure based on finances or whatever, you know, when you tell, when you don't let everybody participate or have the same opportunities to win, then that, there's, a, there's a designation that there's something wrong with you that you should not have that opportunity. In the military, when you're out there fighting, laying your life on the line for the same cause, that even that should be even more mind-boggling, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's a very good point. Even though they had the same types of equipment and arms and all of that, you know, the Army is basically a microcosm of America. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but I, I should say that the military was on the vanguard of the modern-day civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's important to note. You know, as a matter of fact, when you, when you go back uh, back to you know, Frederick Douglass, right. and he made a very important point at the start of the Civil War. He said, give the colored man a uniform, a buckle with the U.S. on it, a button with an eel on it, and a musket, and you'll make him a citizen, but you also make him a man. Because what he was trying to do was make sure the Civil War was being fought for freedom and not just to save the Union. And the only way you can do that yet for the black man in the blue uniform 
And that same message carried over to World War One when Du Bois said in the famous Crisis Magazine article at the starting of World War One, he said, put aside your differences, right. go overseas, come back, be first-class citizens. And in World War Two, the same message came along. It's, uh, this was called the double D for victory, victory against the Axis in Europe and victory against racism at home. You know, so those were, you know, at the end of World War Two, the, the soldiers that came back, you know, were the individuals that supplied the funds, you know, that helped to move forward the, the modern civil rights movement. Well, you know something, I'm about to add enough that's called good math. That's called good math. Good, good, good. You know, one thing about it is that, you know, I get to go there. I got that personal tour. I got the personal tour. You know, get those extra private stories. What is the most artifact or the best story that you brought to the museum? Go, and that's a very tough one. Child is the best. Child is the best. It's really good. I'm, it's I'm really good. I'm, I'm Captain Paul to, Matthews. Captain Paul Matthews. Uh, he's the founder of the Buffalo he's Soldiers, the Buffalo National, Soldiers Museum, which National Museum, which is a 23,000 square foot museum located in Houston, Texas. The mission of the Buffalo Soldiers National Museum is to educate the public and to preserve, promote, and perpetuate the history 
the history, uh, tradition, and outstanding, uh, tradition and outstanding contributions of America's Buffalo of soldiers, from, Buffalo the soldiers War, from the Revolutionary War to the present. The amazing thing about it the is that when, when, when I went there, I learned so much, I learned so much, and I want to go back, and I want to go back. So much more that I'm committed to. I'm committed to raise funds so he can meet his goal. So he can meet his goal. Again, I want to thank you for taking the time to come on my show, sir. Come on my show, sir. You know I've been here a building. You know I've been here a building. You know I've made a commitment to you. And I brought you on my show just to remind you that I didn't forget. you are part of my future. you are part of my future. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. How many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, how can we make this much and still have so much debt? It just creeps upon you, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer. Those insane interest rate credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money you save each month. Consumers have rated Best Egg 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs because of the super easy online app that takes about a minute with no impact on your credit card score. Upon approval, funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. You hear me? Get your bills under control. Bank what you save and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. Again, bestegg.com slash plan. And change your life. Hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, co-worker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit RashawnMcDonald.com. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. My next guest has developed a top line of handmade men's grooming products called Scotch Porter. The Scotch Porter line includes beard products. You know I got a beard, so you know I'm loving that. Uh, Face, hair, body. Got face, hair, and body. Got that, so I'm still loving him. Shave and accessories. He started the country company from his kitchen, which is why we have him on this show. See, a lot of ideas, people, I need to start my business around the corner. I need to, I need to, I need to give me a loan. This man started his business from his kitchen by experimenting with botanicals and other ingredients that have not been clinically shown to be toxic or carcinogenic. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Calvin Qualis. Thanks for having me. My man. Appreciate being here. Okay, first of all, you're a barbershop guy, right? That's your background, right? Yes. So I, I owned a barbershop. It's, it's my background, and my mom also owned a beauty parlor and barbershop when I was a kid. So that means you can talk? Yes. You can talk? 
you've been talking <laughs> noise. You've been you've been you've been talking noise for a long time. How long were you in the barbershop business, sir? Uh, so I actually owned a barbershop for just three years, but again, I uh, grew up in the barbershop. As a kid, my mom forced my brother and I to pretty much spend every uh, weeknight and weekend in the barbershop. So I've spent some years in the barbershop. So where are you based at? In New Jersey, in East Orange, New Jersey. Oh, he big talk. Oh, my God, you big talk. You got all that sports up there, man. What's, what's, what's your, before, we get, before we get into the interview, what's the sports team that you, that you pull it for up there? What sports team? Um, I mean, since I was a kid, Patriots have always been my... Uh, oh, my God! Oh, my God! I mean, <laughs> Are you a Jersey boy? You a Jersey boy? I'm a Jersey boy. I was born in Brooklyn, but, but yes, a Jersey boy. You just skipped all over the Giants, skipped all uh, over the Jets, and went right uh, up there to the Patriots. I know. I know. Boy, they be giving you they be giving you a hard time. You lucky you're not in the barbershop business no more, boy. You they be they be riding you and you be just be smiling too. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. So so yeah. tell us about your your background to make you to be become an entrepreneur. Like you said, you your mom brought you up in the business, you and your brother. To, you know, so you had a clear understanding of what that lifestyle was, what was that income the income possibilities of what you can generate, you know, to take care of your family because we all have bigger aspirations than what your family presents to you. How did you get into barber business and then how did you start developing this product line? Absolutely. So, um, so I mean, I recall being a broken and frustrated uh, college student and I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do with my life. Um, but I do recall, you know, every other Friday, I'd take the last $20 that I had in my pocket and I'd go get a cut. And I'd leave the barbershop feeling like I literally could take on the world. Um, and I also remember my time from my mom's barbershop. Um, you know, so, so these experiences, you know, I've witnessed firsthand how grooming had the potential to help people feel better about themselves. Right. Um, and so with these unique experiences, specifically owning my own barbershop and noticing an issue that the customers had um, in our shop, uh, predominantly African-American and Hispanic men, very dry, frizzy, damaged hair and beards, um, always a pretty good problem solver. I went home, uh, bored with the daytime job, um, so, so let me back up and say, um, let me back up and say that the first job that I had out of college was at a global design firm, mm-hmm. um, and I hated it. Right. Um, then I moved on to working in finance at a market research firm, and I hated that even more. It was mm-hmm. something about, you know, spending uh, the rest of my life behind an office cubicle felt like a death sentence, um, mm-hmm. and felt a little soul-crushing each and every day, and somehow I knew that I was supposed to be doing something more. Um, so when I had the opportunity to open up the barbershop and spotted an issue, um, and because I was bored with the daytime job, um, I became very passionate about solving this issue that our customers had. And so every uh, weeknight and on the weekend, I'd be home learning everything that I could about skin and hair and, and crafting up crafting products and bringing back to the shop um, to hand off to the barbers and customers to get feedback. Um, so that's how it all started. Um, ended up you know, really creating a set of products that the customers loved, um, loved so much that word spread and folks were coming from New York and Connecticut to a little New Jersey barbershop, uh, purchasing products. Um, and out of necessity, we had launched uh, .com to make it easier for those folks to get products. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, six months into launching the business in the shop and online, 
uh, from the kitchen of my home had did a million dollars in sales. Um, ended up quitting the daytime job right. and uh, ended up also closing the barbershop because at that time I felt a little scatterbrained um, in that I had a full-time job, I was making product um, every moment that I had, and I owned a barbershop. So I ended up closing the barbershop and um, quitting the job and focusing on Scotch Porter. Um, and, you know, it, it, it proved to be a really great idea. Um, and in the three short years that we've been in business, we've, we've sold over 400,000 units in 87 countries. Okay, cool. Let, let, let's, let's keep talking about that. Sure. Okay, how did you come up with the name? Really simple. Um, it's a culmination of the things I love. So I love scotch. I'm a scotch drinker. <laughs> and uh, Gregory Porter is a jazz musician that has an incredible voice. And if your listeners aren't aware of who Gregory Porter is, they should, should get in tune. Um, so, yeah, it's a culmination of, of the things I love. Let's talk about uh, the launching this business because online has been uh, like you're on Amazon and you can go to your website. So, just the whole, also you're in Walmart, correct? We are not in, no, we are not in Walmart. Okay, cool. So, but you're just 100% online, correct, right now? I mean, 80% of our business is, is online, scotchporter.com. And Absolutely. like you said, we, we, sell in, we sell on Amazon and then about 140 uh, small boutiques and high-end barbershops across the country. Because you have two things here. You have the uh, moisturizing and then you yes. have the conditioner. Okay. Yep. What's the difference? Um, so we have both in our, in our product. Yes, um, nothing can, nothing can, um, moisturize a beard other than water. Water is the only thing that can really truly right. moisturize a beard. Um, there are what they call emollients, um, that can help give the illusion of softness. Um, but nothing can truly moisturize a beard, um, other than water. Right. Uh, but there are some conditioning agents in in our products as well, um, so it does help with moisturizing and conditioning the beard. Um, conditioning the beard is um, conditioning the beard helps with like making the beard feel softer, uh, more manageable, so it's easier to comb. Um, and again, moisturize moisturization is is basically. Um, you can only get that through water, so in, including water in your products. I'm going to tell you something. I'm looking at your website, uh, and it's, uh, it's really nice. It's really clean. Thanks. It's really, uh, you, know, I, I, you, know, if, if, you know, like I said, you, you can get a gift card on it for $75. So this is really good to know. If you don't know, you, you know, you're a young man with a beard or your father, Father's Day coming up, okay, Valentine's Day coming up. Yes. I'm telling right you, I, I'm telling you. If, you, if your man got a beer, get him a nice little $75 gift card. Just go to scotchporter.com, and you get, and then he can go online and get him some conditioner, get him a nice little brush, get him some wash. I'm, I'm telling you. Absolutely. You, and we have some Valentine's Day bundles on the see, site right now that has like a $45 price point. So. Yeah, I'm already with you, brother. I'm already with you on the Valentine's Day stuff. I always say this. Forget the 75. I'm staying at the 75 because if your man's special to you, Go get him a nice little seventy-five dollar gift, gift gift certificate here, and get you. Now this is really great. Now here's the deal: is that I, I noticed you had something yet for it says shave here. Yes. Okay. Cool. Now I'm a guy. I, I can only use electric, you know, because if I use a razor, my face just blows up ugly. 
Okay. So what what do you what do you have to help a person out like me? Because I see sensitive skin pre-shave all. Is that something that I can use, or or or, or this is strictly for people who use razors? Yeah, um, I mean, some folks have used, uh, some folks, most folks are using our shave cream, to be honest with you, shave cream and pre-shave oil with a razor. Yes, um, and, uh, you know, the whole point of our uh, shaving care line is it, it's meant for folks with sensitive skin. Yes, sir. Um, so most uh, shaving creams mm-hmm. um, have contained surfactants and sulfates in it. Ours mm-hmm. happen to be um, sulfate-free, mm-hmm. sulfate-free, mm-hmm. uh, fragrance-free. Um, and it, it really does provide, like, this nice, smooth shave without the irritation, right? And I think most folks, um, specifically men of color, choose to use an electric, uh, an electric shaver versus yes, a razor because mm-hmm. of irritation and bumps, right? Absolutely, absolutely. This is, th- these products are the answer to that, where you can still get that close shave with a razor minus the uh, irritation and bumps. He has, he has signature candles. Yeah, this, this man over here, you you doing it all? Got the little kid here, the 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 the, 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 the dope kid. You just doing it now. The only thing that I, I want you to add is uh, cause I use the uh, 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 the, the shave cream that you just put on your yeah. head and wipe. You 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 add, are you thinking about adding that? Because man, I give you my money left and right for that. You said a shave. You said a shave cream for your ball for ball heads. But do you have that? Well, I mean, this is perfect for that. I mean. A lot of folks, um, a lot of even our beard customers use yes, our shave cream for their head. Oh, okay, okay. Oil. Yep. Wow. Yes. You, you. I, I, first of all, I want to, I want to bring you back. You know, just to, to first of all, establish a relationship. That's what I always do with these calls. But secondly, yeah. I need a couple of banners so I can promote you. Because okay. especially with Valentine's Day coming up, I like to promote the fact that you know you can get something for your man here. Oh well, just click this. Just click right here. Go straight to Amazon.com or go go straight to your website. Buy some Absolutely. Product. I got you. But again, I commend you, man. I, I, I'm a fan, and I will support you. So anything you want to promote, just contact my staff. I'll put you on the air, interview, uh, two breaks or one break, because you are what I, the reason I do this show. And plus, as they say, I'm a club member. I'm a club member. <laughs> I'm a club member, and I want to. I want. I want. I want to help you out. So I will be making a purchase uh, 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 on this online. The Ultimate Beard Collection. I will be buying that today. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. We appreciate it. I thank you, my friend. We'll be talking soon. How many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, "How can we make this much and still have so much debt?" It just creeps upon you, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer. Those insane interest rate credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money you save each month. Consumers have rated Best Egg 4.8 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs because of the super easy online app that takes about a minute with no impact on your credit card score. Upon approval, funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. You hear me? Get your bills under control. Bank what you save and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. Again, bestegg.com slash plan. And change your life. My next guest is an actress, writer, and producer. See right there. We are on the same line. 
where she can act. See, just only active. I only had one acting opportunity that I accepted. That was uh, Jason's lyric. I played Fast Freddy. That's my historical moment in acting. Spending nearly 20 years, her career spending nearly 20 years in television, film, and theater. When you do theater, you can act. I'll just tell you that now. Theater, you can act now. Because usually, especially when you start the early days of theater, because people right sitting right next up to you, you know. Early theater, you know, you you could like to lean forward and see your, and touch your customers. Uh, her latest project includes the CW drama All American, uh, which is based on a, a, a true story, starring in the role of Grace James. She's also starring in an upcoming movie called Bolden, a reimaged life story of the influential New Orleans music legend Buddy Bolden, which will be in theaters May third. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Karima Westbrook. Uh, thank you for having me. Oh, she comes on with that, you know, that that great voice, gracious voice. <laughs> I got the morning voice. No, you got that's um, your voice. That's your voice. Come on, that's your voice. <laughs> you know, got the. Well, I just wanted to say one thing. Mm-hmm. All American is inspired by. It's inspired by story. So not all the details on the series is exactly uh, true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I have a co-star role in in Bolden. I just don't want to mislead people. They're going to go to the movies and think I'm a lead, and then they're going to watch All American and think it's all true. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, all righty. Um, well, you know, a lot of people think Black Panther is real. You know that. <laughs> this is true. People are still looking for Wakanda. I'm, I'm just letting you know, at the, at the Delta, they changed one of the, uh, one of the uh, flight schedules to Wakanda. You know that, didn't you? I'm just letting <laughs> you know that now. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, who wants to know the truth will believe it to be the truth. My whole thing is, is that you're absolutely right. It's inspired, and so you have to say these things so people won't uh, won't sue you because they say that's my life. They told that's me. That's that's really me in there. That's my role. You're lying. I need I need a check. So that's why I use the word inspired. But more importantly, <laughs> your career has been inspired. Twenty years. Well, so what did you? Years. So I'm a someone that you say your early morning voice. You're on the West Coast. Yes. Okay. Cool. Usually people say, well, thank you for getting up early to do my show. Thank you. Where did it all oh, no start problem. for Where did it all start for you being inspired? What city, what state that said, you know, I want to do this for a living? Well, I was born and raised in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And as a child, I've always been very active in sports and in the arts. Mm-hmm. I did plays, um, community plays as a kid in, and in school. And I kind of went back and forth between um, acting and sports. I was very active in sports. And my biggest influence growing up was Whoopi Goldberg. Like, I I loved Whoopi Goldberg. And it's so funny, as a kid, I never realized that it was something that I could do professionally. It always seemed so far away, even though I did it to entertain. I did plays, but I just never really connected the dots. Like, oh, you can actually earn a living uh, doing this until... I was uh, in my late teens, Mm -hmm. and once I was done with high school, I started to look at acting more seriously, trying to figure out exactly, you know, how I could do it on a professional level once I knew I could do it on a professional level, and I started auditioning for, still auditioning for plays in Chicago, independent films, and then there was, excuse me, there was a movie that came to Chicago called Save the Last Dance. It was a big production coming from right. Hollywood, right? And at the at the time, I didn't have an agent, but all the actors that I knew in Chicago was talking about this movie. Oh, I got an audition! You got an audition! You got an audition! I was like, <laughs> Oh my god, I don't have an audition! And at the time, I only had a commercial agent, and so this girl that I worked with, 
and she was like, yeah, I have an audition tomorrow for Sable Last Dance. I was like, oh, what? really? What time? And then she told me what time. I was like, oh, yeah, who's doing the casting? Tell me who was doing the casting, where they were located. So sure enough, that very next day, I showed up at the audition. And clearly, they were looking for a certain type, and I was not it. Mm-hmm. So I stuck out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. And the casting director, she came out and she said, does everybody here have an audition? That was clearly for me. And, um, <laughs> you know, I kind of got up like, Ugh, can I talk to you for a minute? And so um, I pulled over. I didn't pull over, but we kind of walked over to the side. And I was like, I don't have an audition, but I really, really want to audition for this role. And she let me audition, and then I ended up getting the call back, and it was this whole thing with my hair, because I was wearing my hair natural back then. But they wanted someone with long, straight hair. So I went through this whole thing, trying to find a wig. I didn't want to put a sew-in in my head back then. My wig was like a mop, because back then it was, like, that's what we talking like almost 20 years ago. So the wig like literally set up on top of my head. It looked awful. But I went back. I had to call back, audition again. They called me back again, and um, they wanted me to audition for a different role, and then they called me back again. I met with the director, and then I got a part in the movie. And that was the start of me earning enough money to move to California. And um, after I worked on the film, I ended up moving to California, and um, the rest is kind of history. I mean, there was a lot of different things in between that. You know, I went to the Academy of Dramatic Arts, one summer for their summer program prior to that. And I knew that I had to get back to California in order to pursue a career in television and film. And so I've always been very goal-oriented. So I wrote out all of my goals and what I want to do. And it seemed like everything was, like, falling into place, like, literally, even from when I booked Save the Last Dance, I remember meeting with the director, Thomas Carter, and he was like, so what are your goals? And that was like the perfect question for me because I had all the answers. I was like, I want to get my SAG car. I want to, you know, I want to get in the union. I want to move to L.A. I want to do television. Film. You know, I had like this long list. I was like completely ready. And um, so after booking that film, I, I moved to, I had enough money to move to L.A. And, um, you know, prior to that, as I was saying, I've always been very goal-oriented. So I was planning to get to L.A. I didn't know how I was going right. to get there. Well, let me ask you this. But, so now, uh, I, I'm very familiar with Save the Last Dance. That's one of my... Uh, mm-hmm. If anybody's not familiar, it was a, it's an interracial relationship. It's a young lady, it's an African-American lead and a, a white female lead. And, uh, and mm-hmm. she was wanted to be a ballet dancer. Okay? And then so yeah. by going into the black community, she was uh, ostracized because, you know, she, was, she had rhythm, she was cool. And also she was dating this kind of popular black guy who was also tied to a gang, a gang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I, it was one of my favorite movies. I'm just that's why I know so much detail about it. So, so I know. I was so, like, you so, really know this film. I, I know, it was, was a good, good movie. Uh, good it movie. was a good movie. I'm gonna tell you something. When it came out, because I was writing, I was writing and I was doing sitcoms at the time. I thought it was a silly concept. I was like, ah, who's gonna watch this? And I became one of my favorite movies. And so, so yeah. one, so one of the roles. Well, you wanted the the the. the the, the the girls that didn't like her or which one did did did, you, did, you, did your character make the screen? I did make the screen. A screen. I had one line. Okay. And I was um, I was one of the girls who didn't like her. There you go. I knew and that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. his ex girlfriend. So initially, I auditioned for the girl, the ex girlfriend. <laughs> 
And I didn't get that role, but I ended up getting, like, one of her friends. Right, right, So I was right. just instigating in the club. You know, I, I auditioned for one role in my whole life, and I got it. You going mm-hmm. in there competing. How do you land roles? How do you, how do you win when you go in the, in the casting session? I think you got to just go, based off of the material, <clears throat> this is what I've learned from just being on the other side. Sometimes it has nothing to even do with your performance because somebody could come in and do a really great job but as a a writer as a creator sometimes you just see the character as being a certain way um a lot of times you know it when you see it sometimes it's just a person's essence that it works it's like that's who it is so above all of that you got to be as prepared as possible um with the material um, and totally believe in the circumstances that are writ- that it's written and going in and just being free and doing the work. But ultimately, a lot of times it boils down to a person's essence. It boils down to what feels right. Because somebody could come in and flub the lines and be perfect for the role. And it wasn't even about them, like, getting the lines right and being perfect. It was just something about them feels right. They feel like that character. So, or it feels like what we were looking for. The writer is like, this is how I see it. Or the director is like, this is how I see the character. That's him. And the actor could be like, my audition was terrible, but they don't realize that it was something about their essence that was right for the part. So I think there's a lot of different components that play a part in somebody's being, being cast in the role. But the only thing an actor can really can concern themselves with is being prepared, being as prepared as possible and believing in the circumstances that's written in the script and going in and letting go and doing their thing and, and, and letting it go when they walk out of the room. That's important. Uh, on the phone? Living truthfully. Uh, you know, she's uh, 20 years in television, film, and theater. Uh, latest mm-hmm. project is uh, she's co-starring on All American as a CW drama. Like okay, this Wednesday, 9 p.m. You can catch the show. Also, it's, you can catch it streaming anytime you want on the CW app. Also, Bolden will be hitting the theaters May 3rd. Her name is Karima Westbrook. I know her from Save the Last Dance. I'm a big fan. I'm glad I finally got you on the show. You keep winning, okay? Thank you. How many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, how can we make this much and still have so much debt? It just creeps upon you, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer. Those insane interest rate credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards, and bills, and then bank the money you save each month. Consumers have rated Best Egg 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs because of the super easy online app that takes about a minute with no impact on your credit card score. Upon approval, funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. Can you hear me? 
Get your bills under control. Bank what you save and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. Again, bestegg.com slash plan. And change your life. This is Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money Making Conversations. You say to yourself, who calls Rashawn Shell? Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Bishop T.D. Jakes. So many people are going in business because they have a talent. They have the talent, but they don't have the terms. And the terms helps you to be able to escalate the talent because then you can craft the business model to protect you because business is a jungle and you can get devoured out there if you don't know how to protect yourself. And you... and. That's why I'm telling everybody right now, the show Money Making Conversation is designed for entrepreneurship. Free information that I provide to my listeners and viewers if you're on my Facebook page. This is the first book I've ever encountered that is a book you go to the shelves, you walk away, and you can build your career, build your life, not only through your faith, but also through principles. Money Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com. As host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald is uniquely positioned to provide a step-by-step, easy-to-understand blueprint that drives listeners to realize their dreams and aspirations. Until you do the business plan or incorporate or actually create that product or start selling products, the universe doesn't have to deal with you. Money Making Conversations is an innovative platform that delivers financial literacy to help everyone with their brand success. It's good to have a money-making conversation with somebody that make money. <laughs> hey, this is Tasha Evans, and I love to eat at great restaurants. And more than that, I love great desserts. So does Rashawn McDonald. Check out his new website. That's www.rashawnmcdonald.com. That's R-U-S-H-I-O-N, and McDonald is spelled just like the famous restaurant chain. Guys, Rashawn is looking for great bakers for his baker spotlight. He wants to brag on his fans for their incredible baking skills on his social media and website. That can be your mom, friend, co-worker, or relative. Spread the word today. Visit RashawnMcDonald.com. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start off at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. And they're perfect for listening to all your favorite iHeartRadio podcasts on the go. So, go to buyraycon.com slash iHeart to get 20% off your order. That's buyraycon.com slash iHeart for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get an amazing deal. One more time, buyraycon.com slash iHeart.